0: to the Gray Area, where I dispense advice and give interviews on relationships between gamers. My name is Genesee Gray, and this is the 42nd episode in a weekly series called A Brief Pause. Last week's episode was a discussion with Dragonitis from Quantum College about Skylander Spyro's Adventure, Zelda the Skyward Sword, and Skyrim. Please visit www.genesee.com to add to the forum discussion on that topic and to tell me your story. Today is Monday, November 14th, and today I'm doing a brief guide to Skyrim and talking about some news of the week as well as some news for me. But let's start with news of the week. of the week. Halo Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition uh, is a release that celebrates the 10th anniversary of the original Halo by bringing back the classic campaign with some graphics that are updated and sound, along with uh, multiplayer uh, replication as well. And I hear that this is an excellent version of Halo. If you liked the original, this is like the original with glossy, shiny paint. And if you didn't like the original Halo, that this won't change your mind. But it's supposed to be a good play, so if you're a Halo fan, pick that up. Also today, lots of people are very excited for Saints Row the Third, coming out for PC, PS3, Xbox 360, with an average score of 8.8, so third in the series for the Saints Row fans. And Need for Speed, the run, is also out today for all the usual platforms, Xbox 360, PS3, and Wii. And it's kind of a big day in gaming, actually. There's quite a few releases that are anticipated for today. And Lego Harry Potter, years 5 to 7. Um, by the way, when I say today, I mean the day that you're actually going to be listening to this, which will be the 15th. So, there you go. Don't get excited. Lego Harry Potter, years 5 to 7, for the DS, PS3, and PSP. I liked a lot of the original Lego Harry Potters and the other Lego series games. Although I think that sometimes their saved game um, interface is very difficult and annoying that you have to complete a level before you can save. And some of the other uh, interface issues hopefully have been fixed, who knows, in years five to seven. And as everyone's already probably known. Modern Warfare 3, the single player on PC, has come out. Most people probably haven't raised their head from playing that yet. The final game in the trilogy apparently is not very story-driven, but is more a gameplay-driven, where there's a lot of things to burn, a lot of people to shoot, uh, a lot of beautiful graphics. So I hope all of you are enjoying that that are playing. And big news, I think everyone knows as well, that Valve has confirmed the Steam hack. Credit cards info and personal info may have been stolen. Valve's Gabe Newell says that Steam was indeed hacked a few days ago, and he also recommends customers watch their credit card statements, which I think everyone should be doing. Also, because of that, Steam has taken their forms down because of the possible security breach. And uh, I believe that I read somewhere that everyone's uh, password is going to be auto-changed for the form. You're going to have to log in and put in a new password because of that. I know when I tried to log into Steam the other day, using a browser, they sent me a special code to my email and had me use that to log in, so that may be the way they're trying to maintain uh, some security for that. But if you use the forums, you should probably have your password changed anyway. And even though Skyrim has only been out a week, there are already over 100 mods for it, some of which change the faces to more detail, some of which change the spiders that you see in the game to bears which I think is less scary because the spiders are pretty frightening in that game. Giant spiders that have frost magic and things like that. Change the way the interface looks and enhance some of the land and forest areas. So you can check them out. There's also an article on Steam about that. I can put the website in um, on Genesee.com as well. And now on to Skyrim, which is pretty much what I'm doing this week and pretty much all I want to talk about. I'm going to give some minor spoilers, I would call them, so if you haven't played yet, I don't think this will affect your gameplay. I think you can safely listen to the podcast, because most people know the beginning of Skyrim, at least the base story. I'm not going to review any, reveal any, uh, anything that I feel is a major portion of the story that you may not have known already. Uh, when you first get Skyrim, like I did, and you install it, if you have any sort of decent computer, you're... you're auto-installer will probably say that you should use ultra or high in the graphics settings, which is I allowed it to auto-pick and it picked high. And then when I actually began the game, it was very stuttery, um, it was very difficult to see. Uh, so I, I recommend, and this is also out there as well, that you go to medium even though your computer should be capable of high because it's a kind of a bug for the game. So use medium graphics for now. Hopefully they'll fix that so we can see the glory of the Skyrim world in it in its detail uh, maximum. My thoughts on Skyrim are: I really love the story of the gameplay, and I'm really uh, immersed in the world. I'm really enjoying running around and looking at things. There are a lot of very frustrating things about Skyrim right now, which uh, people may or may not know. One of which is the interface is just horrible very bad when you go at the very beginning of the game they pretty much just dump you in you're a prisoner surprise you've already talked about how bethesda loves prisoners you're a prisoner and you're taken in to um to helgen where you're supposed to be executed as a prisoner and you break out of that uh and there's an a, there's a dragon that's attacking the town and they tell you you have to get to the keep but they don't really give you a this is very similar to all Bethesda games. They don't really give you a hand-holding. You pretty much just have to figure it out, and it got me quite frustrated. The first 15 minutes or so of the game, I was like, I really can't stand this, and I'm very upset that I got this, and everything as I tried to make my way through the uh, fire uh, that was all over the ground, burning up the huts, and the stone that had been knocked down into the to the ground area, and, and I'm sure Tinzian was smacking himself in the head, saying, I paid all this money for this... For this game that you're never going to play, because I was I was quite um, clear about how annoyed I was <laughs> when I was playing it. Then I figured it out, and uh, once you start to use it and you get the keys down and you understand how to how to move your character around, um, it is quite a fun game. Here's an article from Rock Paper Shotgun that I'm going to read a little bit of to let you know that I'm not the only person who's frustrated with this. This is by Jim Rossingol and he goes on, on on and on at the beginning with saying oh skyrim skyrim uh, and he says I'm embarrassed basically, embarrassed that I have to sit here writing about fucking interfaces and menus when I should be talking about the fascinating bigger picture of a broad, detailed open-world RPG. Man, there's so much going on in this game and so much to talk about. Why did I have to be the one that put up his hand and said, but what about that crappy interface? I know, I signed up to be a dork for a living, but for fuck's sake. My plight is, this is the first Bethesda game I've actually been able to spend serious time in without becoming fatally annoyed. Skyrim has done what other games have have not. It has managed to not eject me from its world through sheer frustration, as did Oblivion and Fallout 3, and I have begun to get lost in side quests and exploration as I plod slowly through my career in professional dragon shouting. I like the world, I'm enjoying the story, and that's quite the thing. Then I hit tab and I sigh. I rumble. Even when I played with gamepad, as it surely meant to be, the back-end UI of Skyrim is a horrible, clunky mess. So, there you go. I am not the only person uh, who is frustrated with this. One of the issues with the interface um, is that, and it's not necessarily an interface issue, but you have a very limited inventory uh, weight that you can carry. And it feels like uh, every other minute I'm turning around, picking up something and saying, oh, it's too heavy. I can't run anymore. I have to walk in the world until, uh, until I offload that. So I, re- I recommend that you stay in Whiterun, which is the first large city that you will encounter uh, after Helgen and after Riverwood. And Whiterun is the first place where you meet the Jarl, who's basically a, uh, a version of the king of that particular city in that particular area. It's called the Jarl, with a J. And he gives you several quests inside Whiterun. And uh, even though you might be tempted as I was and did sometimes to wander around the world. I recommend you stay there first and do all those quests because they were actually thinking in, in Bethesda when they did this. One of the things that they were thinking about is, Hey, you know what? There's this, there's this uh, building in white run where you can join a team of people called the companions. The companions are basically swords for hire, but they have a little bit of honor involved in that. I guess rough, a rough crowd, you would say, that got gathered together uh, and ended up forming this uh, team called the Companions. And the Companions are a good thing to belong to because they give you a little bit of reputation, a little bit of acceptance in White Run, and uh, and just a place to sleep. Which, hey, that's really nice. Um, often in this game, I forget to have my character rest. You can get rested, uh, well rested, and. It's important to have a place for your character to sleep. So that's a good place. First thing, companions. Second thing, if you do the quest in Whiterun, and one of the big quests, the first one you're going to get, is involving a dragon again. The Whiterun Jarl will send you out and say, hey, you know, that dragon that attacked Helgen, it's coming here. Uh, You need to go out to the tower and check it out and see what's going on. And you go out there, and that's where they first introduce you to the concept that, surprise, you're a dragonborn. I think everybody knows that your character is dragonborn, but that allows you to kind of get known by the people once you kill that dragon um, and you get to absorb its soul. Hey, you're a dragonborn, and that makes you a little bit more important too. So when you come back to Whiterun, the Jarl will say, oh, y- you know, you're obviously not a peasant. You're not a common guy. You're somebody important. So we're going to make you the Thane of Whiterun, which is a title which involves uh, a person called Lydia, who will be uh, your house Carl and she will follow you around and be part of your party which is definitely something uh, you want to do because when you're running around you'll have someone to help you to carry stuff for you to kill enemies and other animals in the world with you and this is the only sort of permanent party member at least so far that I've been uh, that I've encountered I'm about level 15 now I'd say and I might be like 12 hours in to the game, so I'm not by any means uh, the 50 to 100 hours in that I hope to be, but again, one only has so much time in the day. So recommended that you go to Whiterun, you do the first series of quests, you get your Housecarl to be in your party, and you also are able to buy a house then and property in Whiterun. The house costs 5000 gold, which is quite a lot, um, but you'll earn it pretty quickly if you loot everybody. And then once you have a house, you can uh, put bookcases in there because I'm sort of one of those people in this world that I want to pick up and keep every single book. And there are just literally thousands of books in this game. Some of the books uh, give you level ups for different things like invisibility or uh, thievery or other things. So you kind of do want to pick up the books at least and look at them. Others are just kind of cool. And if I had a million years, I would read all the stories. But if you're a super lore master, I think you will really enjoy the books. Something in your house, you have bookcases and you can put the books in there and not carry them around because they, even though they only weigh like one or two, um, it still adds up if you have 50 of them, which I do. Another thing is you have weapons racks in there, you have chests in there, so you can dump all that stuff that um, you're going to use later. And even though they don't really hold your hand through this and they do give you the open world option, you're kind of directed basically to the you're basically directed to the right portion of the map and the lower corner of the map. And most of your quests at the beginning, um, and I'm calling beginning the first 20 hours or so, are going to be kind of in the first third of the map, which is on your, your, your right um, and lower side, or your east and southeast sides of the map. And uh, that's about where I am right now. I'm still doing the first third of the map. There is a lot of running and a lot of roads and a lot of off roads that you're kind of exploring Uh, people have this debate about something called fast travel right now which is once you've been to a location and you go to the map screen you have the option of jumping back there again and i recommend if you've run to a place several times back and forth and you've kind of explored the terrain and you know there's not something surprising there because a lot of times you will encounter Uh, barrows you will encounter caves you will encounter keeps and things that are not listed on your map just by exploring but if you have explored the area thoroughly i I use fast travel i know some people will say oh that's really bad you should walk every foot of skyrim and possibly i should but sometimes you just want to turn a quest in and, and unload your gear you know what i'm saying So you have the option for fast travel, so that's something to take advantage of if you're interested. Another thing is, as you run throughout the world, you'll encounter wolves and bears and various other animals. If you encounter wolves, you will likely get bit. If you get bit by a wolf, you will have a disease. You will not know you have a disease because your interface sucks. So what will happen is people will look at you and go, ugh, you look really bad. And and you're kind of like, what? What's going on here? What? And then if you're clever... You can hit your tab key, you can look under magic, and you can look under active effects, and then you will see that you are ill. And there's no way in the world you would ever know that unless you happen to look under active effects. And you'll see like you have um, rock joint. I kept getting something called rock joint, which is from wolves. And um, then you can go to your local shrine and click on your shrine and your shrine will cure you of diseases, which is really the only... I think you can also make uh, something in alchemy with a root and whatnot to cure that. And there's certain potions you can drink that do that as well. But it's just easier, I think, to go and click on the uh, the shrine and get cured of that. You can only have one shrine active at a time. So um, choose your shrine wisely. Talos was my, my favorite shrine because it was very easy to find in Whiterun. Another thing is you can encounter vampires in the game very similar to Oblivion. You can also get vampirism, and you're on several quests to kill vampires, so that's another uh, disease you can get. Going back to your companion, your housecarl that's with you, Uh, her name is Lydia, and I think it's important to also realize that if you select the uh, I need to trade with you option, she will carry your gear, but she will also equip the gear that, that you put in her, so if you'd like to upgrade her, which I recommend you do, uh, give her some nice armor, give her some nice weapons, give her a bow. I used her for ranged because I decided that I wanted my character to be a dual-wielding sword warrior character. And so I needed a little bit of ranged help because when you're fighting necromancers or uh, any sort of adepts like that, they tend to run away like a wimp after you get them to about half health. And they're very difficult to to catch So you need that ranged person, and if you don't have magic equipped on one hand, you kind of need something that's useful in that way. So I I recommend, um, unless you are a caster, then you probably want to make her a melee, but it's useful to equip her in ways that you'd like her to attack. So don't forget to do that to Lydia. Also in the world, you have the option to purchase a horse right near Whiterun, there's a stable and a horse is a thousand gold. You can purchase that horse and uh, ride around the train. It makes it much faster. The horse is also um, quite feisty, and if you run into some enemies or you run into wolves or or other animals, the horse will uh, defend you and, and go after them and try to stomp them to death, basically, which is good because you have the horse helping you, but also bad because um, at least I was very protective of my horse because I didn't want to be out there in the middle of a you know, the Reach or a Marcarth or something and not have a, a ride back and have to fast travel because you're kind of slow when you're running. So the safety of my horse was kind of a concern for me, so I didn't really want it attacking anything. So I tended to get off my horse and run and attack things farther away so the horse wouldn't see them. Also, it's kind of interesting to note that if you're near your horse and you fast travel, your horse will come with you, which is very nice. Uh, another thing that you find yourself doing, possibly, at least I did, is um, <laughs> is riding your horse and then falling off cliffs happens quite often. And uh, you tumble down and hit every rock along the way. Uh, you may or may not die at the bottom, but your horse will die. And if your horse dies, they will appear at the stable where you bought them from. So you can always fast travel back or whenever you're in that area, you can go back to the stable and your horse will be waiting for you there is nice so your thousand gold will never be lost but if you uh travel as i did i went to windhelm which is uh the next largest city in i would say kind of the northeast um to white run you uh have another option to buy a horse up there and so i i did buy a second horse up there so i wouldn't have to keep going back and forth between white run and windhelm So I'm sure as you get to other major cities, you'll have the option to buy horses there, and you won't have to be so protective of that horse. All in all, I thought the graphics in the game were beautiful. I thought it was really interesting that you have the option to pretty much pick up anything. I mean, there are cups, there are plates, there are, you know, axes and saws and, you know, Lots of things you can pick up that have no value whatsoever to you as a character except to fill up your inventory. You can have 1,500, you know, aloe wines or ales or cabbages. I had quite a lot of cabbages that really don't, I mean, you can cook the cabbage and such and eat it, but they really don't have a lot of value. But if you feel like collecting, you know, I have clothing that's pretty just because I liked it, um, you can collect all of that and you could put it in your house, in your chests and uh, keep it, which is kind of neat. Also, you have uh, scrolls and books, which I already talked about, and different kinds of food. I have not figured out yet how to cook food. I just pick it up and then eat it if I need, if I need that. Um, and you can use alchemy and make various potions and different kinds of poisons that you can coat your weapons with. And you have enchanting, which is awesome. And half the things that you'll get, you'll never, you'll never wear or you'll never use. For instance, for me, because I am a dual-wielding sword character, I don't use the um, robes and various arcane items that I get. I just disenchant them, learn the enchant that's on them, and then put that enchant on what I'm going to wear. And you can do the same thing. If you get a weapon, you are you have a staff, you're, you're a caster, you can disenchant that sword and take that, um, you know, plus 10 stamina, or stamina regenerates, you know, 30% faster or whatever, And you can enchant your staff with that, which is really nice. Although so far, I haven't. I believe in my house there is a uh, alchemy table, but there is not an enchanting table. I don't know why they have. They don't have the uh, whatever it's called, the arcanum, where you can disenchant things in your house, which I think is is not so good. Because right now the only uh, mage I've run across is the the Jarl's um, court magician in white run and he has in his room a special uh, disenchanting table that you can use but otherwise you don't come across them very often so you have to make sure you do that you also have the mining ability you have to pick up a pick for it and you can uh mine out of the mountains which you're going to be in for 90% of the game you can mine uh gold iron all sorts of different kinds of of uh, elements and then you can turn them and smelt them into bars which you can use to create smithing uh, to create weapons with your smithing and so there are all these options that everyone's used to anytime you play an rpg pretty much you have your gathering your herbalism your alchemy your enchanting your smithing uh, all of that stuff is is available in this game very similar to oblivion So that's the basic beginning of Skyrim, I would say, and I definitely recommend the game. Um, I'm going to keep playing it until I'm 100 hours in, if I can, and even though they don't hold your hand, uh, there are some kind of circular quests within an area that you can do, and it is really nice to be able to fast travel to the second area if you uh, run out of things to do in one area. So I hope you enjoyed that guide to Skyrim. I hope it didn't spoiler, um, any of you too badly, and I hope you do pick up the game possibly when it price drops, because hopefully that will do so. And there will be some DLCs, so they say, but few and far between. They're going to focus on content, which is excellent. And uh, for all of you in Star Wars The Old Republic, eventually I will be joining you. Subject change. Um, Actually, before we get into Star Wars The Old Republic, I'd like you to hear um, Skaggy the Poet's segment this week, which is especially special for you um so let's hear get the girl with skaggy the poet
1: Hello and welcome to Get The Girl, Kill The Baddies and Save The Entire Planet, Episode 5. Gaming Poetry with me, Skaggy The Poet. My thanks to Jen for putting this segment out on the Grey Area podcast. I hope this isn't the last one. I hope this one doesn't put you off. How do you describe it? Okay, Um, let's just say sometimes when I get an idea it works better as what could be loosely termed a song Um, and here is a loose song called Raw Hands
2: Grinding, 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 it's a bind I'm minding. Keep them olds grinding, raw hands. Through server crash and lag, make it a drag. And I wish I'd gone before I began. All the things I'm missing, vitamin sunlight kissing, are temptations I can withstand. Load it up, lock em in, gear em up, find a pug, load it up, lock em in, raw hands! Twink em out, buff em up, stock em up, find a ray. twink em out, buff em up, raw hands! Keep grinding, 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 foe loot you're not finding, keep them olds grinding, raw hands! Don't stop to try to sleep, just drink your coffee quick. Soon you'll be leveling high and wide. My loot I'm calculating, the end bosses are waiting. Waiting at the end of my grind. Load it up, log in, gear up, find a perk. Load it up, log em in, raw hands. Twig out, buff em up, stock up, find a raid. Twig em out, buff em up.
1: Raw hands! Well, there you go. Um, perhaps best to say as little as possible, other than hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I enjoyed recording it, I tell you. The strange looks I've been getting from the rest of the Skaggy household is unreal. Um, Any complaints, send them to Jen. Any money or offers of recording contracts, send them to me at skaggythepoet at aol.co.uk or comment on my blog, skaggythepoet at WordPress. Be nice until we meet again, which may be longer than you think. Toodle
2: toodle 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 pip. All right,
0: Skaggy. As someone who has done uh, parodies before, I can tell you that that was very impressive. Uh, I'm, I'm loving, I'm loving your segment this week, Skaggy, and I, I will not kick you out. <laughs> okay, on to Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, both Teensy and I have received a beta for, or a invitation for an upcoming beta, which is what they said, which I think is like smoke and mirrors. Many people that I know, including Alan and uh, Rabbit from Rabbit's Ramblings, are in the beta, which is awesome for them, and I hope they're enjoying it. I do hear good things about it, but I do not think I'm going to be lucky enough to be in one, which, again, you've heard me whine and cry about the fact that... If you buy the collector's edition and you pay all that money, it'd be awesome if you were in the beta, you know, sometime before it actually comes out. So that is the news I have for Star Wars The Old Republic. Not a whole lot. Otherwise, um, because you can probably tell that I'm working in a nice cold here um, and coughing through the podcast, I'm taking that out for you so you don't have to hear that part. I will be resuming regular interviews next week, but thought I'd do a little shorter one for my own sake this week. If you would like to leave some feedback or keep up with the news, you can find me on Twitter at Gray Area Podcast at Facebook slash Gray Area Podcast, which I really recommend you go to. Actually, the Facebook page is really uh, kind of blown up in the last couple of weeks. Been a lot of new people joining, a lot of news there uh, on gaming and other topics. And you're welcome to friend me at Genesee uh, in Facebook as well because I'm always talking about news and other items there as well. So looking for more friends, lots and lots of stuff uh, being posted there, and I hope you participate. Also, you can find me on iTunes. If you have any gray areas in your relationships or just need a new perspective, email me your questions, advice, or suggestions to geneseagray at yahoo.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week with a new episode.